Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Spreading the News. This is episode 25. Is it 25? Sure. Should if I know. Wait. Yeah. Number 25. Sure. 25 is nice. Wait. Yes, it's 25. 25 for Glaber. How do you not know that? It is Glaber's episode. It is 25. Happy Glaber episode. Halfway to 50. Halfway to 50. How is That's everybody doing? Cool. Thank you all for joining us here on a late recording. It's today is Tuesday, September 13th at the time of recording this. Um, as you can already tell, we don't have an episode out by Monday for our very few listeners and watchers. But um, we are obviously not skipping the week. So um, we've had some scheduling issues with classes and other stuff outside of that. But we're obviously still here. Um, let's start with you, Brian. How are you doing today? Man, I'm good. We finally have something to smile about here in Yankee land. It's actually might not be a bashing of the Yankees episode for once in what feels like the last three months. Maybe we could get a good title now. It feels Mm. like what's been since like the final week of June is what, what it feels like to me. Mm, uh, I like July, maybe early July. Danny. All I know is that the world series is back on. That's it is. So, is so true. So Tyler true. Wade is back on the taxi squad. And we'll He's get... in Boston tonight. <laughs> okay. Well, Danny, Danny's obviously here. So hi, Danny. And also, not just happy in Yankee land. We're happy in New York Giants land, baby. Week one of the NFL season just concluded. The Giants with a huge win. Brian Dable with the huge nuts. Let's go, Giants. We're back. All right. It's crazy. I'm going to get a Super Bowl for the Giants and end our World <laughs> Series win for the Yankees in the same year. It's crazy. And then maybe maybe a Knicks ring, even though you're a Nets no, fan. No, Nets, 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 Nets. Imagine being a, Brian, imagine being a Nets fan. It's honestly mind-boggling. Uh, imagine being, imagine, imagine being a Knicks fan. What do you Imagine being a 20-year-old kid from Long Island, New York, and you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. It's yes. honestly sad. I genuinely, it's yeah. sad. Look, and that's not me I'm saying. I, I, not me. By the by, the sound of it, you Knicks fans are the ones that are sad. You guys are always fucking crying. That's always. not. That's not me you saying. You guys are always crying. I've never that's heard. Not me nobody saying, wants to be on your team. That's well? not. That's not me saying that the Knicks are bad because they are bad. But I'm just saying that. Then just just the thought of being a Nets fan is just just. Oh my god! I, no Nets, it, it gives me like Mets. It's like a Mets fan vibe, honestly. That's Wait. so true. Like Mets fans, Nets fans, like Mets and Nets fans, like kind of the same vibe to me. And the last thing on this earth that you want to. Oh, Brian's frozen. Here we go. Brian just, yeah. Here we go again with this kid's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Talk shit when you get better Wi-Fi. This fucking guy. Right, right, Jason? <laughs> God well, damn it. Brian is frozen on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. um, I guess me and Danny will just jump right into it then. Well, it was. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. For, we'll wait for Brian to reconnect. I'm sure he'll probably leave and join back. So we'll see what happens. But Danny, let's do our thing. Yeah, ready? let's do it. You ready to jump right in? Yeah. All right. Go. So why don't you lead us off with? Actually, let me lead us off. Let me lead us. Go off. ahead. Go ahead. Let me lead us off with the leadoff man, Aaron Judge. Leadoff okay. man. I like that. It's like it's super easy to deem this guy a Yankee of the week. I mean. And there he goes. Brian just left. I hope that doesn't <laughs> cause me editing issues with our graphic. That might be difficult. But um, we'll see what happens there. 
Um, I'm currently pulling up Aaron Judge's stats, trying to stall a little bit while I'm getting them getting them up because I'm unprepared as always. But <laughs> Aaron Judge, the last seven games is hitting 458, 792 Crazy. slug, 576 on base percentage with eight walks and two homers, six RBIs. Not, so last 15 games, 392 average, 515 on base percentage, and an 804 slug <laughs> over 15 games. And it's, that's relevant for this episode because we haven't spoken in a little bit. Obviously, the days have ran a little extra in terms of the games that these guys have played. But um, Danny, Judge is starting to get like the not not the Bonds treatment, but he's getting treatment. He's getting the Aaron Judge treatment. He's getting walked a ton. And until these guys can prove that Judge has some protection, which Stanton has has, you know, the last couple games looked a little bit better. And Glaber's looked a little bit better. Glaber has. Glaber's looked. Glaber's looked better. Glaber could even be. Here comes Brian. Glaber could even be a Yankee of the Week contestant this week. Brian, what's going on, dude? My Wi-Fi just went down. Uh, it's back. So. Brian, Glaber's been better. I don't know about Yankee of the Week territory. He's been better. He's been better. Brian, we're we're talking about badge right now. Um, but seriously, dude, you don't know what that he is. He doesn't even. <laughs> what? The hell's, what? Big Aaron Judge. Yeah, what? Oh, okay. I know that as B-A-J. First the Wi-Fi, now the badge. He doesn't know badge. Anyways, um, continues his MVP campaign. Um, I'm getting a little worried about the Otani race because I'm, it's starting to feel like a lot of people on social media and some of the writers are kind of kind of siding that way with Otani. So we'll have to just wait and see what happens in this final stretch of the season. Um, but I'm not going to bore everyone with Aaron Judge. Everyone knows how great he is. So, Danny, why don't you just, just go ahead with your Yankee of the Week? Hey, no, but the one thing I wanted to mention about Judge, just talked about it before with you guys, his batting average is up to 307. And, I mean, as much of a long shot as it, as it is, he's in he's on Triple Crown Watch. Xander Bogarts currently leads the American League with a 319. Yes, that is a significant jump, but hey, we still got a we still got what 21 games left, like 20 something around there. Um, so really, there's no reason why Judge can't do it. I mean, if Xander goes into a little bit of a slide, Judge stays hot. We're versing the Red Sox these next two games, so let's shut him down. Can you guys believe that it's September? Can you believe like it's actually September and like Brian's like laughing at something that's not here right now. John Boy just said a really funny. I have to look at it later. He's not. He's not dialed in, Danny. He's really. He's clearly not. I couldn't help. I see on my Apple Watch like Jake's in like, like in the uniform like as they're he calls himself the home run coach. I can't not. Oh yeah. Um. Can you guys believe that it's September? I mean, in terms of baseball season, it's just it's. We're like we got to start prepping for prepping for playoff episodes soon. Who knows what we're who knows what's gonna come with that? Um, but maybe we've got a few tricks up our sleeve. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Anyways, um, Danny, your Yankee of the week is going to be. My Yankee of the week is going to be third baseman Isaiah Kiner Falefa. And I've prefaced the third baseman because he should be our third baseman. There is no reason for him to play shortstop anymore. We saw him at third. He looked a lot more comfortable at third. And all of a sudden, he started hitting. He started hitting when we put him at third. I mean, in that 
second game of the doubleheader, the dude hit a grand slam. He hit a grand slam. That what are if I told you that Isaiah kind of was gonna hit a huge grand slam in a game, what would you what would you say to me? Him and Aaron um, Hicks. Well, all right, yeah, it was kind of rhetorical, but was you that rhetorical? Answer. Yeah. Um, I would just probably simply tell you that you're wrong. That's it. Yeah, yeah probably. And <laughs> what if I even told you the Yankees would score seven runs in a game and all of the RBIs came from Isaiah Catafleppe and Aaron Hicks? What if I told you that? That's hard to believe, but I believe it. Oh, my God. Speaking of Aaron, look at this guy, Brian, just hysterically laughing at something. I'm laughing at you guys. Another thing, another thing with Aaron Hicks, dude. Actually, I'll just keep going, Danny. Jesus Christ. This, whatever. All right. Well, Isaiah Conifefa looked a lot better at third. You know, the argument against him at third base is that the hitting production is supposed to be higher. Like, there's supposed to be more power at third base, and he's not going to get that. Um, people say that he's less valuable at third base because of the offensive production. But he is, like, a negative player at short. So I don't know why we won't put him back in his comfortable position when Peraza has looked good at, good at short. He's shown flashes at the plate. I know he's still hitting, what, like 240 Peraza, but just come, he had that three-hit game against Minnesota. And what's the point of calling up Peraza? We talked about this. What's the point of calling up Peraza if you're not going to play? I don't understand wasting your number two overall prospect to just sit behind Isaiah Conner-Falefa. Isaiah Conner-Falefa isn't a guy that your number two prospect should sit behind. If you're going to make him sit behind him, keep him down. But I'm supposed to be talking good about Isaiah Conner-Falefa. In his last seven games... He's hitting 385 with a 448 on base, 615 slugging percentage. 615 slugging. That's that's like an Aaron Judge slugging percentage right there. But um, two home believe. runs in that span, seven RBIs, three walks. He's had three walks. And his last 15 games, he's had six walks. This guy walks? What the hell? And his last 15, he's hitting 296, 367, 444. It's a little lower slugging percentage. But still, for Isaiah, kind of it's looking good. Um, obviously his overall season numbers are not still not good. And I don't like him at short. You could, I had people coming down my throat for hating IKF. Like some of my other friends that like IKF for some reason at short. And when he was hitting the ball, well, uh, they were saying like, oh yeah, get on the IKF train. You're an idiot. Like, no, that's crazy. I, I, I'm fine with him much at, at third base, but I'm not on the Isaiah kind of Falefa hype train. And I don't think anybody should be. I think we should pump the brakes. Like the dude hit a nice grand slam. That was awesome. It was hype. But he shouldn't be our shortstop. We that's still the feeling. I think you guys probably feel the same way. But people like now back on the IK, IKF train. I don't get it. But if he's playing third base, fine. I'll I'll, I'll gladly have him at third base. I think um, we we talk a lot about with baseball players, especially Yankees, about playing them where they're comfortable like what a strange concept Aaron Boone like play them in their primary positions as we've seen how like Glaber has been hurt from playing the wrong position Stan's been hurt from DHing instead of the outfield at times uh I mean for some reason we had Peraza come up and play second but then he started looking much better when he was playing his natural position shortstop and we know IKF won a uh, gold glove a third that's where his defense was all came from his third base production I don't really care I think that power thing about third base is like stupid I mean just Put the guys where they're going to be the best. Like, it doesn't matter to me who hits the home runs. I just need them to be hit by anybody. So, you know, I'm not an IKF fan, but I can't knock anything he's done this week. He's looked great, uh, especially at third. I mean, he was a complete liability at short. I think anyone watching knows that. 
So if he's going to actually play some solid defense at third and now start to hit a little bit, sure. Maybe like maybe the IKF train is leaving the station. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but I think, I mean, this is better. They all look natural. Uh, Peraza being lineup is good. You know what? It's not like we're sacrificing anything with IKF at third because it's not like Donaldson has been so good where we can't take him out because he struggled as well. Like, So I, I'm in complete agreement with you on the standing. Yeah, and, I mean, Me and also one thing I've failed to mention is after that grand slam – yeah, he's Booty, clean Booty hit him clean up. Booty hit him clean up <laughs> for the next couple of games. Isaiah Catafleffa was our cleanup hitter this week. It's hard yeah. to imagine. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. But um, speaking of of uh, Isaiah Catafleffa, even when he got moved back to short, he um, he made a couple of of uh, errors, a couple of routine errors. So it just showed that he was like he's yeah. a, he's a third baseman. You know, so I'm fully on that third baseman trail with you, Danny, and as as well as you, Brian, as you guys said. Um, he shouldn't be playing shortstop. He shouldn't be. I don't, even, I don't care how well he's hit. Shouldn't be playing shortstop. Even he's not the same. Really quick, I'll pull up his numbers. Um, like Josh Donaldson goes on um like the paternity leave because he had a kid, and then he comes back, and then this guy's just raking all of a sudden, like that Papa power. <laughs> that strike, babe. And what are you going to do when Donaldson, over his last seven games, as I'm looking right here, is hitting 250, 379 on-base percentage with a 417 slug? What are you going to do when this guy – I mean, he he almost hit two home runs the other day. He missed uh, one that bounced off the top of the wall. <laughs> what are you going to do when this guy is raking as well as Isaiah Conor-Falefa, who is looking okay, and you don't want to get him out of his – you know, that stride that he's in? What do you do in a, in a play? I'll, I'll, I'll pose you to this question. What do you do in a playoff situation when you got to get him in the lineup as well as IKF, as well as Glaber, who's even been playing much better as of late? And say Carpy's even back. Like, Carpy's healthy. What do you do? Where, what where you do is go? enjoy it because this whole year we've been trying to get these two out of the lineup. But if we now have a problem where we got to get them both in, I'm enjoying that. And I think that's yeah. a good thing. We yes. also have the, the good problems. Because, like I just said, like, those two suck the whole year, IKF and Donaldson. And we, we wanted them both off the team. But now that if we want them both to line up, I think that's a good thing. In terms of, like, what actually are you going to do with all those guys? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, that's that's up for Aaron Boone. Um, play the matchups, I guess. Like, I, I don't really know um, what you would do in that situation. They're both righties. I don't know. What yeah, do you think, I, I, Like, the way you phrase that question, that would be a good problem to have if they – are both really still hot heading into the playoffs. I personally don't envision that happening. I think we will be clamoring, get IKF out of this lineup, but he's going to still be in there every day because him and Boone are, I don't know, something's going on there behind the scenes, I think. But Boone loves him. <laughs> similar and... similar to what happened with Tyler Wade and Aaron Boone. And speaking of Tyler Wade, well, Tyler Wade is five tool. I, I have squad. no problem with Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade is five tool. I love Tyler Wade. He's great. Actually, he's six tool because... Handsomeness counts as one. That's true. That's true. He's wearing number 19. That's yeah, so that's so terrible. I don't know how the Yankees don't retire Amasa's number. I don't know how they don't do it. Obviously, that was sarcasm, but mm. I lo- I love I love Masa, man. I'm I miss him. But should have um, given Wade 13. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. I mean, he's better um, than A Rod was. Um, 
in regard to the, to the that playoff conversation, I think I agree with you, Brian. I think it's just going to boil down to matchups and who plays well against who and who hits what kind, what types of pitches well. So I guess we'll have to see. And it's going to be interesting, even like when Matt Carpenter comes back, because uh, he's still supposed to come back. Like he's still on track. I think we got an update recently that said um, he's still not out of his boot yet, but like he's it's still more x-rays in like two weeks. Yeah, so he's still on that timeline to return for action, possibly even before playoffs begin. So um, I don't know if he, he's probably not going to be the same hitter because why would he be after all this time? But go ahead, Danny. You, you're going to say something. Come on, guys. Do we really think, do we really expect anything else? We're going to have these guys that we want in the lineup. Boone is going to not put these guys in the lineup and put worse guys in the lineup, and we're going to lose. That's exactly At, like, what I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say the solution for Boone will be whoever's hot doesn't play. Like, it'll be Donaldson goes three for four with two homers, and IKF's at third the next day. So yeah. you really never know what you're going to get with that clown. No, IKF so. is going to be stuck at short. Like, we we have to stop. Like, we're, we've been begging all season, get IKF out of short. He's our shortstop in the playoffs. That's it. And I can so see him blowing a game at short, and Boone's going to look like an idiot like he always does. But it's going to happen. IKF, we just got to kind of – realize and kind problem, of though, get, get just, around i can't beat our shortstop not get around and be happy about it but there's nothing else gonna happen we gotta stop saying peraza should play short he should be he should but he's not going to it, come on be, even I, like the hope which is a slim hope is that anyone can see that you can't have a guy like ikf who should lead the league in errors if he doesn't he probably does and should by a lot bigger margin you can't have a guy like that who also is the worst ball in front of you defender probably in mlb history with which is a stat by the way that's like just my eye test and the stat he's the worst on balls in front of him. you can't have that guy starting as your shortstop in the playoffs you just can't have it yeah we talked about that last week i mean balls hit in front of you are important but i can't doesn't lead the league in errors because his dad actually does the official score so every time he makes an error it's a hit um, I, I can't see a scenario. I agree with you, Danny, where ICAF is not playing short. Uh, I, I just can't see Peraza, no matter how well he plays, getting a, getting a playoff start. I just don't see it happening. So I guess we won't even have Boone to, is a little, we won't B-word. even have to worry about this issue. Like for example, Peraza the other day gets four hits across double header. He hasn't played since like there, like there's no, there, there's no excuse there's no way that you, you can't make it up like this. This is literally only a Yankee thing that they do. I went on a rant about this last week. I just don't understand why I call him up if you're not going to play him. I, it's like, and I could go into that more, but what, like, that's all that needs to be said. Why call up your top prospect when you need him? When, you know, they're, it seems like they're clinging on to a playoff lead, like our, our division lead. And like, you need to win these games and you're just not giving the guy a chance who you called up. Like, I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. And um, I wonder what's going to happen. Um, but when we have, we will have to wait and see. So, Brian, I guess we'll transition to your Yankee of the Week now. So, who is your Yankee of, I guess, not even Yankee of the Week, like week and a half, right? Or like week and two days, week and change. Well, it doesn't matter because my, my guy only played in one game this week because it is a starting pitcher, and that probably gives it away. But Garrett Cole remains awesome this week. He had an unreal start against Minnesota, where he went six and two-thirds, five hits, one and run, and 14 strikeouts. Um, he was electric. Again, It's that's we've been posing the uh, we've, been, we've been posing the challenge to Cole a lot, you know, in the past few months. Like, all right, like, this guy's got to be our ace. Like, no more clunkers, and he's been doing that since. Uh, he's 
he's faced adversity and has been doing better settling down in that. Um, the strike, I mean, he leads the league in strikeouts right now. He he's the man. He looks like the guy we paid for the ace. We need that to continue because we see when he's bad. You know, the Yankees are in trouble. You need that guy to go out there and be your ace. That's what he did this week. That's what he's been doing his past few starts. Love to see it. He's got to keep this up now that we're in September as we head into October. We need our ace to be our ace. I mean, we, we got a game coming up in a half hour that he's starting in uh, I'm against, against the Red Sox. And, I mean, if I'm Garrett Cole, I'm simply just striking out 27 batters, and I'm taking that momentum into the playoffs, into the next few starts. Yeah, um, right. I have a thought. Let's sure not pitch that. to Devers. Let's not pitch to Devers. <laughs> oh, dude, I haven't even thought about that. I haven't even – that never even – How do you go into a Red Sox series and not think about Devers? I, he's the whole team. He's their offense. Like, it's just he's like, against the Yankees. judge for them. Well, it's no, just... Verdugo kills us. Well, against the – well, yeah, Verdugo kills the Yankees too. But, I mean, Devers has about 20 homers off the Yankees this year, especially off Cole. Probably 18 of them are off Cole, so. No, actually the stat – Devers has 26 home runs this year. I'm pretty sure they all came against the Yankees, all 26. Yeah, of them. all 26 are against the Yankees. Well, it feels like. Exactly. 20 of them are against Cole. Um, <laughs> but to keep it on, on the higher note for the Yankee week, Cole's season ERA is down to 3.2. So he's really been been really pitching well lately, um, and he's just—I mean, there's no other way to put it that he's just got to keep this going into the into the uh, postseason. Yeah, no, that's what I was wanting to say. I mean, uh, people are still saying like, "Oh, Cole sucks," blah blah blah, whatever. I usually hear that from more non-Yankee fans who aren't watching them every because you heard about in the middle of the season he had a couple bad starts. He kind of blew up a little bit. He had a few bad got, starts in a row. Got, to be fair, he got blown up a lot. Like let's not. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but his he's had a really really good season. He's had a really good season. Three two ERA is ace. That is an ace of our staff. Um, and people don't realize that. Like people non-Yankee fans, I will say more. Like they'll say, "Oh, Cole sucks. So he's having a bit horrible season," but because they don't look at the stats. They hear what happened in the middle of the season, whatever. And that's what people do. They, they just hear that and then they want to hate. So they hate, but Garrett Cole has really, really had a good season. And right now there is no reason not to trust him in game one. I know during those struggles, we kind of had that question. Like, do we trust him? Yeah, I do. I, and I kind of never got off the trusting him thing, but you know, it was getting hard a little bit. But no, this is our ace. This is the guy I want out there as much as possible. I want him out there. One, four, seven. I want him out there. He's our he's our guy. He's our ace, and he's pitched like it for a while now. Well, when it comes to the trusting part, I'll trust it when I see it. That's kind of how I feel just because. In the playoffs, you mean? Yeah, yeah, right. when, in the playoffs, right. I'll trust it I when agree. I see it. Um, I mean, we have seen it, though. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, he was we good saw, for us in 2020. In 2020, he was really good. He, he was and he's good. only had one start last year. That's what I mean. I yes, you cannot do that as the ace in a wild card game. We've said that. But like his one playoff game, he's historically been really, really good in the playoffs. Like you're gonna have one bad game, not making an excuse. Like you can't have a bad game, but it's gonna happen. Is, so is, I think there's no reason not to trust him until he proves it more that you can't. I think I'm on the other side of that. Prove to me that you can't. I'm still trusting you until. You can't be trusted. Is it fair to say that he's quietly having a good season? Is it fair no. to say that like yeah. it's quite no, he's quiet. quietly no, he's quietly having a really good season. Not he's just told, good. But, he's quietly but you're saying, but really, you're saying really it's season. fair to say that it's quiet, right? Yes. Because people <laughs> for Garrett Cole, he's as quiet as he can be. He's you know one of the most talked about pitchers in baseball. I mean, I honestly didn't even know until recently that he was leading the league in strikeouts, which those are all good, but we got to keep the runs down, which he's been doing. Yeah. I mean. 
we, you know, his biggest issue, I think we can all agree, is that he gets flustered pretty easily. And it's a lot to ask for everything to go smoothly so that he can, you know, thrive. But right. he's been better with that recently. And that that's the last thing I need to see. We know he has the stuff. I mean, obviously, lead league and strikeouts. So you got the stuff. He's in the 94th percentile fastball velocity. Like, there's no issue with that. His spin rate's there. It's just, it's, it's more mental stuff. Like, I know he's ready and can go get outs in big situations. We just got to, we just got to see it. And he's got to continue to prove that he's, you know, settled down. But again, what's our other option in the playoffs? Like, you could, you could debate a little bit about Nestor. But like, other than that, like, he's going to get the starts. Like, yeah. so that's our guy. And you guys have been on the fence about Herman. Is he or four? Is he or three? I was actually just going to bring that up, Danny. I'm happy you. I'm happy you mentioned that. Come because on, I, the, I, I want to what? I was the first one to say like Herman <laughs> is good. I want to. I do want to revisit really quickly a potential playoff rotation because I feel like every week it's just like the rankings are just changing. So obviously you got Cole and Nestor as your one and two. And then you got Tyone, who's been pitching well lately too. He's his yeah. ERA was over a four. It's now down under to a four, be, under a four because he's been playing well. And you got Severino coming back, and you got Herman, who's just been just continues to just show that he's he's been great. I mean, there's no other way to put it that other than that he's been great. So I'll I'll lead us off here again, like I did with the Yankee of the Week. My personal, we're, are we going one through three or one through four? Through four. Okay, so I'll do Cole Nestor. Then the three, I'm going to do Severino. And then the four, I'm going to do Herman. That's what you want or what you think? That's what I want. Okay. How Montas has been guys... pitching better, too. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Montas. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. Montas can't be in there. That guy sucks. Montas is so hit or miss. How did I forget about Montas? He's been pitching better as of late, though. He's been he's had what two good starts in a row. Um, I mean, what what was his last start? His last start was against was it the twin the twin start? Yeah, I mean he pitched yeah. good, but so he's had two straight. He's had two straight really good starts, right? There are two yes. straight good starts. Yes. I think I think I, I what I think the Yankees will do. They'll obviously start Montas over Severino in that potential situation, but. I also like want Montas to continue down this path of pitching well to prove that he deserves a spot in the rotation. And I, I do think Severino's stuff measures up great in the playoffs, which is why I want him as a starter. But if they bring him out as a as a as an opener or someone that'll follow an opener or out of the pen, I'll be perfectly okay with that because our bullpen is so hit or miss. So what do you what do you guys think? Daniel? Um, I think Cole obviously won, Cortez two. Then I'm going Montas and Herman. Simple. Simple as that. Montas Herman. And because I think as much as well as Tyone has been pitching, I trust Herman more. I've made that clear. I trust Herman. He's got that swagger that you look for in a guy that's gonna go out and shove in the playoffs. He's got the he just got that fire. He has that fire, and I think he's the perfect for a playoff start. Perfect. Um, and Montas, we traded all that. We traded up for him at the deadline. He was our big trade deadline move. He's going to be the three. He's going to have to be. Yeah. Brian, what do you think? I don't know. I'm debating on Severino right now. I'm looking at his postseason numbers. Um, would you be surprised to learn that his playoff ERA is 5.23? Oh. Severino. No, I wouldn't because earlier on in his career, he's... Well, we all know about the infamous, you know, 
yeah. Minnesota wild card star. Um, and then against, one against the A's, right? The wild card against the A's, he gave up like three or four runs. That by the way, Montas' no. last start was against the Rays. No, the wild card A's game, the one we were at, he was he was four shutout in that one. Um, was he really? But he, yeah, he gave up three earned runs and seven to Cleveland in this in in seventeen. That's a good game. After that, solid. Um, seventeen in Houston, eight point two. So he gave his length four runs. Like I'll t- I'll take that. But I mean, the, the Yankees have to score five in the playoffs. It's not like not uh, like they lost that game. Yeah, Herman, um, that's all. Herman's a different guy than he was then too. This is Severino. Oh fuck. <laughs> um, 18 against Boston six earned runs in three innings and then the last time well in 19 he had two starts no earned two earned then last year he came in in that wild card game and gave up one run in one inning so like I don't know like he could go either way too he also is coming back like he's back this year from like a long injury I don't – I mean, obviously, Cole Nestor, we're talking about rotation. Sevy, like, I I don't know, man. I got to see him, like – I think I'd have to make that decision when he comes back now. Yeah. Like, I can't – because based on his his previous playoff starts, like, it's – they've been on and off, hit or miss. So, I need to see how he comes back and he pitches this year because he's coming back from an injury right now already again. Um, although, you know, we know he doesn't think he's hurt, but they're just doing it. So, I got to see him when he comes back. And then there's a lot you could do with that. You could you could have him in there. You could have Tyon in there. You could have Montas in there and Herman. I think out of those four, I don't want to leave Herman out the way he's been pitching. Um, so I probably have him in there somewhere. Again, got to see what happens with Sevy. If Sevy doesn't have it, I'd probably be more inclined to trust Tyone over Montas. I just don't. I just don't like Montas to be honest. Yeah, I, I still think Severino would be electric out of the bullpen. Electric. I still think. Definitely, definitely a possibility. Um, Montas didn't really have a good start against the Rays last Friday. He had four runs. Well, that see, that's not fair though because Aaron Hicks had yes, that I know, misplayed I know. catch. So I don't know how. It, he had, it, so that's why I said it was like a good start, yeah. but like somehow, numbers wise, somehow I don't know how those that wasn't an error. It was it was the catch probability was like seventy five percent, but but like, but the ball was in his glove. Like that should be caught ten yeah. times out of ten. Um. Yeah, foul but, ball or not, catch the goddamn ball. And then not to mention the fact that he stood there and looked at the ground for three seconds to allow two runners to score because <laughs> he didn't know whether the ball was fair or foul. He's just the Aaron Hicks experience. The next the next he, batter hits one over his head that he misplayed too. He really he. We've talked so much about Hicks. I don't even want to go through it, but he's really having like an unimaginable season. I mean, no, like nobody could have predicted. Wait, that. I was told he was going to have a thirty thirty season. By, by himself, he, he told by us Hicks. that. Yeah, by him. Hicks. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We can't not mention Gary had an absolute bomb in that series. <laughs> Gary was it, 476? 473. 473. That was a bomb. It was a bomb. Gotta mention Gary. We played the twins. You can't not mention Gary. We That's find true. a way to mention him anyway. That's true. Gary, uh, yeah, Gary had that bomb and then he had some defensive blunders. So yeah. always good to see back in Yankee Stadium. Um, can we talk about for a moment? Can we talk about for a moment how amazing that Herman moment was on 9/11 when he was running around the outfield with the it's American awesome. flag, like the Sammy Sosa style video? He's awesome. I mean, that was awesome. Like that was really really cool. Danny, we I I forget if I don't think Brian was here. For when that we were episode. talking to Mingo the whole time, I was there. That you're gonna say? 
when when we were at the game and like Mingo, well, well, you were there for the game, but like I don't know if you were here on the yeah, pod no, we were talking about it. He wasn't oh. here for that. When this guy, I mean, he just he's he's I know he has that off the field issue. I'm not gonna go into that, but he has on the baseball that, field. He's cool. Other than that, base- like he's so likable. Like he's pitching so well, and he like from our experience, he's so interactive with the fans before games when you should be locked in. But and then he has this moment on 9/11 that was just so, so beautiful and so like, just so heartwarming to see. And then they end up coming out and just destroying that game. I think they was that the game they scored uh, double digit runs. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They because yes, they should. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Just a beautiful moment from Herman. I just wanted to highlight that. I don't know if back you guys to back have... double digit run games too. By the way. I don't so. know if you guys have anything to say about that, but I just wanted to highlight. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I've said so much about Herman a lot. Like, I've been saying it for a while. But, yeah, awesome. That was an awesome moment, and we couldn't lose that game. Could not lose that game. And we didn't. It was it was one for the series against Tampa, huge series win. And then two, obviously, 9-11. Um, it was a great moment from Herman, and then he went out and pitched great, as he does. Yeah. And um, I guess while we're on the topic of, I guess, the Rays, since we just brought up the Rays, we'll do a quick divisional update of what the the standings are looking like at the moment. The Yankees are still obviously currently in first place. They won two out of three against the Rays in a huge pivotal series. I was stressing how important that series was um, on my fan page, but uh, the Yankees have currently have a five and a half game lead over Tampa, and then Toronto is right behind at six games. So... They did. The Yankees did what we needed them to do. They need to keep the foot on the pedal. Don't let the Rays. They don't have a series against the Rays the rest of the year. So the ball is in their court. Like they. The Rays just own. beat the Blue Jays today. Did was today their doubleheader? Or was that yesterday? I think it's today. Uh, I think they have one today. Today, they have... but they didn't play the second game yet. Okay, so we'll find out what happens there. I but... mean, I guess we want them to split. So the Rays won the first one. The Blue yeah. Jays can win the next one. I guess so, right? I guess that would only make sense. But, yeah, um, yeah, got to keep the foot on the pedal, and uh, Yankees have a an easier schedule than the Rays the remaining of the season. So, uh, we'll see how that how that fares. Got to win, got to win. Um, I saw this question on Twitter: If the season ends today, the three wildcard teams are Seattle, Tampa, Toronto. Who do you want to face? Oh God. Okay, well, I don't, don't want to. I'm not facing Seattle. Definitely not facing Seattle. Yeah, I I, I want to face Toronto. I think I think that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, just because I, I I hate them and like we've had beef with them. Like, could they beat us? Yeah, but so could the other two teams. So it's like, why not just try to beat the team you want to beat? Yeah. Um. And also, we I have a like series we actually... in late September against Toronto, so we'll see how that goes to see how we fare against them. But yeah, I, I right now I'm saying the Blue Jays. Um. I think I'm going to go against the grain. I think I'm going to say the Rays. I just think, uh, see, this is tough because I always talk about how the Rays roster is really not that good, but they just find a way to win. They, they That's just the team that they are. So I guess it would be actually a scary playoff series. Maybe I will go Blue Jays. Any playoff, any playoff series would be scary. scary, though. Like, that's like, what playoffs that's are. like any of those teams could beat us and we could beat any of those teams. So it's like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, who's the team I want to beat the most is Toronto. Actually, I'm get, I'm definitely gonna go actually Toronto because the Yankees can't hit um Tampa starting pitching. I know what they did. They did hit Kluber, and they did hit um 
uh, Luis Patino, but they can't hit and like they they can't hit the Rays ever. Like Ryan Yarborough came in the other day and threw like five scoreless innings and completely yeah. shut shut the Yankees down in what was supposed to be a bullpen day for them. So, um, I'm I'm yeah Toronto, Toronto. Um, but um yeah yeah Toronto and we can hit Manoa. We've proven that. We've, we've, we've hit Manoa a little bit. But I would love to see that atmosphere of, like, Manoa and Yankee Stadium. And, like, if we yeah. talked to him, that would be fucking fire. Whoa, whoa. He was a little nervous to bring it out there. I did. I was. I said I was, like, a hybrid of frick and fuck. <laughs> I don't yeah, curse, man. I, I, don't, I don't curse that much on this Get pod, into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't curse that much on the pod. So when I, when I do, it means a lot to me. I'm, I'm speaking speaking my mind. Um, you're, never, you're not always speaking your mind. No, I am, but I'm just like now. I'm filters real... that yeah. was unfiltered. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Um, let's. Do you guys want to talk about the Red Sox game coming yeah. up in 30 minutes? Yes, I'm. I am very excited for this game. I can't wait. I mean, whenever we go into Fenway, I kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'm always excited for every single Yankee game, but when we're in Fenway, it just feels different it just feels like i can't wait you should Which, be there I mean, like that all the time but i don't you know sh- you should it. be there I'm going against Yankees red sox next there. week against stadium but um wait the lineup today is you know a little and duar had a homer and duars looked better not wait, great but better. day off tomorrow no they have day off thursday it's a two game oh, i'm thinking i'm thinking today's i'm thinking today's wednesday that's my point. yeah no but i mean we got cabrera batting fifth again Connor Flatfat short. Marvin Gonzalez playing first. We didn't even talk about that. It's another weird wrinkle in the Yankees lineup. Marvin Gonzalez playing first base for them with Rizzo on the shelf and DJ out. But Judge leading off. I like that. We don't have table setters. So lead Judge off. Agreed. And I was yeah, always – versus Nick Pavetta tonight. This is going to be like the Red Sox World Series. They're 16 games back. Um Last in the division, like they want to go make things tough for the Yankees in the division, and you know Fenway is going to be rocking. It always is against the Yankees. I just saw the tweet from Brian Hoke, um, John Carlson in his last fourteen games at Fenway, including the playoffs, slashing three forty, four twenty six, six sixty, five homers, fourteen RBIs. So we know he kills the Red Sox, especially in Fenway. He might need this to get going a little bit. He's hit his home runs, one against a position player, but he hasn't been the hitter that we're used to. This could be Stan's, you know, mini series to get out of it. I'm looking for Stan to have a big two games. And um yep. and you know get him back on the right track. Let's go Yanks. Yeah, no oh, better is, is, no better team to be facing to get Stanton out of a slump. No better team. Is he your X factor for the series, Brian? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't even think there should be an X factor. We should just beat the last place Red Sox. We should win both of these games. Like I mean true. True. This, paper, is not like yeah. a pivotal, we, this shouldn't this is not like a pivotal series in like a race where we're fighting with the Red Sox. We should beat them. We should beat the Red Sox. I know it's always tough, Yankees, Red Sox, but we should beat them. I agree, but every game for them has been tough for the last three months. So. Especially against the Red Sox and especially at Fenway. Like, these are always good yeah. games. I'm excited for it. Like, a little nervous, honestly, because I feel like I last time we were there, I just felt like we got walked off on every night. But um, <laughs> I'm, we'll see. I'm going to say this. I'm very, very interested to see how Oswaldo Cabrera is going to play and his first um, rivalry game in in Fenway, right? He hasn't. He didn't play last no. time we were there. He wasn't up yet. So no. I'm very interested to see see how, because obviously we know he's got that personality, that that fire, that swagger on the on the field. So I'm very interested to see how he's gonna 
take this rivalry to the level that it needs to be at because the rivalry to me has felt like it's been dead for a while now, but I'm hoping to see some, a lot of energy from not only him, but the whole Yankee lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's go. We got Cole to Cole tonight, Cortez tomorrow. We should win both games. Pavet is not that good. They got Brian Bellow tomorrow, 23 year old with a five, seven, nine ERA. We should beat them tomorrow. And this weekend, I'm very interested in this Milwaukee series. It's kind of weird. When when do we play in Milwaukee? Never. I can't remember a time when they did. Exactly. So I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in that series coming up this weekend. We have an off date Thursday. They're playing good baseball too, the Brewers, and you know they're in a race. Yeah, I'm actually. I mean, they're they're a few games out of the NL wild card spot right now. They are two games behind the Padres for that last wild card spot. So they're going to be playing for something. They're going to come in firing. So that's going to be a good series. I'm curious to know if if we're going to play Corbin Burns. Uh, all the all the rotation things were TBD on what I was looking at. Right right now, I don't know if this is accurate, but from from ESPN, we got Woodruff on Sunday. We got um Adrian Hauser on Saturday. And then on a Friday, we have uh Jason Alexander. So, I guess no right. Corbin Burns from Beautiful. I guess the Yankees might dodge a bullet there because of how. Wait, Yankees when did you say Woodruff was supposed to be? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, big big series of Yankees baseball coming up. Got to finish the season strong. We're in the we're in the home stretch here, boys, and then uh, we gotta we gotta bring that energy for the playoffs for mm-hmm. uh for on the pod really like we gotta. Question. Aaron Judge is on pace for 63 home runs tonight. Does he get over 61? He, last time we talked, I think he was on pace for what, like 66? Or, no, midweek he was on pace for 66 when he hit those two against the Twins. Is he yeah. getting 61 or above 61, I should say? We don't want to tie it. I mean, I want him to at least tie it, but. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, he does. I still think he does. Right. I think so, too. I, 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 yeah. I, still think I, think he'll, I think he'll at least hit one big homer against the Red Sox. I mean, why not? I was I was ta- I was having this conversation earlier today, and they were like the the person that I was having the conversation with said, obviously, do you think he'll hit the uh, sixty two home runs? And I said, yeah. And they're like, well, he's been in a home run slump. It's gonna be tough because because I'm sure you can guess who I was having the conversation with. Um, but they were saying that with the amount of games left, they don't know, like, because that's that's tough. Like seven home runs, and I think it was. Uh, it's crazy that four games is a home run slump for this but, guy, but he has to hit one home run every three games here on out. He has to hit one home run every three games. But the way that I countered that is I was going to say, I've seen Judge do it all year. Why can't he continue doing it? I mean, this guy yeah. is – I mean, he could hit away. five in a week. Like, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's obviously still why I, mean, I think – 25 in a week if you wanted to. Um, really, really quick before we sign off, I know we said we were going to end with the Red Sox, but I did want to mention that Volpe is up in AAA. We didn't talk about that. Volpe is in AAA and he is absolutely mashing. I mean, this guy is looking like he might even be competing for a starting job come spring training. So we'll see how that goes. Could be. He should be. Should he be. should have a starting should job be. in spring. Um, and J- today Jason Dominguez got called up to AA, which is really exciting. I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah, they don't have a lot of games left, but it's cool to get him those reps in Double A. Nineteen year old, cool, cool. Prospects are uh, are looking good, um, and so are the Yankees right now. So let's let's keep it going. Yep. And that's all I got. Unless you guys have anything else to say. Go Yankees, go Giants. I just 
got the uh, the about to start notification, so it's time for Yankees baseballs, boys. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, I want to. I want to <laughs> yeah. go watch the game. So you can't watch it. What? No, I want to go watch the game. Oh, so oh. Get, I thought you said you can't watch here. it. Let's let's predictions. Let's do it. I mean, why not? We're sweeping them. We're sweeping. No, 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 no. Just for today, because we're it starts yeah. in fifteen minutes. Cole's going seven, one earned. Judge going yard. I'll say six and two thirds. Oh my god, that's what I was gonna say. Six and two thirds, two earned. I was gonna say two two. Yeah, six and two thirds, two six earned. Six and two thirds, two earned. Maybe that that two could be a two earned homer from Devers. Um, <laughs> but Yanks win five two. Start spreading the news. Devers going over four tonight. Mic drop again. Look at this guy with another mic drop. Six and two thirds. Or yeah, six and two thirds. I'm gonna say eight strikeouts, and I'm gonna say two earned. Devers going, uh, Devers going over four tonight. Cole striking him out at least twice. And we'll see about that. We will see. Um, thank you all for listening. As you can, and we're watching on YouTube. Obviously, I always say you can see our socials listed on the screen. If you're on YouTube, if you're not, follow us on Instagram at Spreading the News, on TikTok at Spreading the News, and on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is also Spreading the News, um, and Twitter at Official STN Pod. I almost missed the Twitter. So. Uh, that's that's all I got. So thank you all for listening, and let's go Yanks, baby. Let's go Yanks.